little bit late today. What happened? I was making dinner. Just got a little bit late uh, home from the gym. Took too long to get in the shower. Took too long to cook dinner. And I was like, damn it, I'm going to be late. But only like 10 minutes, so I'll take it. Everything takes longer than you think it will, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's always the way. Yeah, I remember one time, uh, I, I guess I was in high school going to prom, and I had like promised like three different people that I'd give them a ride to prom God. or homecoming or something. And Terrible it, idea. It was at like 8 p.m., but it was like, you know, 45 minutes away or something. And I was like, I'm picking up the first person at five. And they're like, you're out of your mind. It's not going to take you like two and a half hours to pick up here. I'm like, you have no idea. what." And, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, this is the way we're doing it. And, and everybody was like, I guess you're our ride. So we have to play by your rule. I'm like, you're damn right. You got to play by my rules. And you know what? We got there on time. Every, and wow. the people were like. Wow, I thought you were, we were doing this way early, but you're right. Every, it took longer than I expected to get. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Everything takes longer than you think it will. <laughs> I thought that story was going to end with you being unbelievably late to prom, but I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> no, it, I would have been unbelievably late to prom if I had listened to my idiot friends. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but I'm smarter than all of them. All of them. <laughs> Time management is important skill. It is an important skill. I don't. I. I don't. I don't think I have it often, actually. I think I think day to day, I'm actually pretty bad at it. But like big things, like you know, senior year prom or whatever, whatever you know, like like st- like big things like that. I think I I adequately prepare. Yeah, you're there for the big stuff. Exactly, the little stuff. I'll be late every time. <laughs> but when it but when it counts, you can count on me. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, so how are you? Have you been? I'm uh, not bad. I've got a uh, I've got Survivor premiere coming up tomorrow. Oh so yeah, I'm excited about that. Should, um, are we getting together to watch that or no? Uh, not not tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I got my my event. Oh right, um, right. You're going you're going to the premiere party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, besides that, not too much going on. Um, yeah, things have been good recently. Just planning all these all these fucking weddings coming up. Oh yeah, well that's I mean I don't know how you're doing all that. That's crazy. I mean it, it's nuts. Yeah, and are I mean don't you have like five weddings this year and like three of them are out of state? No, I got three weddings and one of them's out of state. No, it's still, it's kind of annoying. It's a lot. Well, it's all going to be fun, but it's it's a lot of planning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean it sounds like you're going to be. Uh, you know, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff coming up that you're going to be traveling for, like, on a plane. Right. Oh, yeah. Big so, time. have you done anything to prepare? Uh, but just so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm setting you, I'm teeing you up for something to talk about. I just want you to be <laughs> I know. aware. I know. So, Matt, have you done anything to prepare for all of this plane travel you're going to be doing soon? <laughs> I applied for TSA PreCheck. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. I did, too. How did this wow. come about? <laughs> We were talking. We were talking to Vince the other day, and Friend he was the telling show. us about it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's all he's all aboard the TSA pre-check train. Even I, I don't think he has it though. I think it's his girlfriend. But yeah, she was the one who was who was really raving about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I like because I it was one of those things that like I feel like maybe I even mentioned it on this show at some point. Um, but I was but I think I didn't know a lot about it. 
I, cause I, I knew it was like 85 bucks or something, but I thought it was only for like a year. And I was like, I don't think I travel enough to justify that. Right. You know, but then Vince's girlfriend told, told us it's, it's good for five years. And it's only $78. Oh, it's only $78? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I was wrong about both things. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I had, so I had heard, I feel like I'd had this exact conversation with someone like a year ago where they told me like, oh, it's only this much, and oh, and it lasts you this long. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And I just never acted on it. <laughs> right, um, right. But this this was like a nice reminder of like, okay, I'm not I'm not forgetting this time. I'm doing this thing. Um, I, I just, I hate lines and security so much. <laughs> yeah. Like this, this will be really nice. Um, so I, I actually did, had the appointment today. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I went to Staples today because apparently TSA pre-check registration happens in S- Staples nationwide so so you did it before me because i because you because we were sitting there at a bar with vince and his girlfriend and you i mean we were talking about it and you and i were both like why haven't we done this sooner this actually sounds great and i i thought it was so funny that you in the middle of the bar you were like i'm putting a reminder in my phone right now (laughs) to upload which i thought was really funny Mm-hmm. And and then you texted us the next day, and you were like, "I just applied for it," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to do that." And I, so I think I did mine like a few hours after. Maybe I, maybe it was even the next day actually. And uh, my appointment is not till next week, so you oh, got okay. you got in early. So okay, so tell me what to prepare for. I mean, because now I got to go to Staples, probably the same one that you went to, <laughs> and and I got to do this. So so what so what is it? How does it work? How does it happen? I mean, it, it's actually, it's actually quite easy. Um, they fingerprint you. Yeah, um, but there's no ink involved. Like fingerprints what? are just like digital now. Oh, right, that um, makes sense. Okay, which is great. Yeah, because I've heard finger painting before was like a painful process. Um, finger painting and fingerprinting. Fi- finger painting. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> totally painful. Um, but you got it. You got to show up with um, your passport mm-hmm. or birth certificate or something like that. Uh, yeah, I got my um, passport. Yep. So I, I showed up with that and they ask you a few questions, pretty much the same questions that they ask you on the website when you like pre-register. Okay. And then they just, they just scan your passport and um, do the fingerprints and then they charge you $78. And I was like, all right, so what's like, what's next steps? What, what, what do I hear next? And she's like, you'll get an email today saying that this is done and you'll get like the receipt and then you'll get an email three to five business days with your, I think it's called the KTN known traveler number. Hmm. Okay. And this is what you, that's what you put into like airline websites when you're booking a flight and that's how they know you have TSA pre-check. Oh, so, Um, okay. So, okay. Okay. So next time you book a flight, you have to put that number in. Yeah, so okay. some I don't, I don't know how it works. I, I mean, I can't remember ever seeing that field, probably because it's just never been applicable. Uh, right, it's one so. of the. It's like it's like when you have like ad blindness on the internet, where you just don't yeah, even see the yeah. ads anymore. It's like, well, no idea what that field is, so my eyes just exactly. like my brain filters it out of my vision. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that I think that's probably what's happened. Yeah. Um, so you'll get that number. It'll last you five years. I, I mean, I don't know if they change the number every five years or the number just expires and you have to renew it. Um, but mm-hmm. either way, you get this number, um, and that's that's how you communicate to the airlines that you have pre SA T check. Um, that's that's definitely what it's called. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's that was really it. it was 
Uh, I, I showed up like 10 minutes before my appointment. The appointment started promptly and lasted five minutes. Wow. Um, so it, it was quite simple. Wow. That's great. Yeah, I'm going to have, yeah. I'm, so I, I have mine next week. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be super easy. Look at this. TSA PreCheck. You do not need to remove shoes, laptops, liquids, mm-hmm. belts, or jackets. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. It's crazy. In January 2023, 92% of TSA pre-check passengers waited less than five minutes. I love that. That's incredible. Changes everything. Oh, it changes the whole game. It's a game changer. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, Me it'll too. Be, it'll be really nice. I, oh, God. I just, I, I just hate being around the other people, you know? Oh, I know. There's fucking mouth breathers at the airport. They're terrible. What I, what is the Bill Burr bit when he's like, I saw this lady like swallowing egg McMuffins like plural, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's this fat guy rubbing his back up against the wall. <laughs> well, uh, every, every time I go to the airport, I'm like, all these people are traveling too. I'm traveling with these people, right? <laughs> there's like, we're all doing the same thing right now, right? This is unbearable, right? <laughs> I'm in a different class than these people, right? Aren't I supposed to be better I than know. them? <laughs> I know, as, as I'm buying tickets for Frontier Airlines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't they know who I am? Right. <laughs> I'm me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. This is gonna this is gonna because I was just complaining recently about how even going to Atlanta, which is like an hour flight. You know, it's not just an hour flight. It's I got to get there two hours before the flight to make sure I have plenty of time for TSA. Then I got to take an hour long train ride when I get to Atlanta to my friend's house. Like it's like it becomes like a like a full on like five hour excursion, you know, you know, just just to go one way. And and it's like and the most annoying thing about it is that like if it was a five hour travel time. That would be one thing because then I could just sit there for five hours. But it's like a period of five hours where like I don't – I never have more than an hour to just sit there and do nothing. I Like every hour I have to like do something else. There's like another step in the process that I have – another hoop I have to jump through, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like – so, you know, dude, I'm going to get this TSA pre-check. I'm getting to the airport like 20 minutes before the flight leaves. <laughs> There you go. I'm really gonna. I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think the first time I do it, I'll probably still show up like two hours early just as a test run, um, and then just back off from there. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I. I don't. I don't really mind getting to the airport early. Like if if I, I if I still got to the airport two hours early, and like nothing else about my arrival or schedule changed, but I had TSA pre-check, that would be fine because it just means. It just means I'm waiting in lines less, right? And that's 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 worth the money to me. I th- I think realistically, I could probably show up like 20 minutes later and and like get to the gate at the same time I would without pre-check. But who knows, right? And plus, just the hassle of having to put the bag and taking the shoes and the belt, yeah. and you got to take the like if if you're traveling, with- yelling at you. There's dogs. <laughs> I don't. I only got. I only got the dogs once. But yeah, oh God, the, like, I, I feel like I've seen them a lot lately. I I feel like they have been more active, but I it only happened to me once. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just and if you travel with any sort of device, like a Nintendo Switch or an iPad, it's like you got to take it out. It can't be in a case. You know, it's just it. It's a whole hassle. So not having to do that, I think, is going to be great. Yeah, it's it's just it's a time saver and it's a hassle reducer. Mm-hmm. And both yeah, things I that I reducer. that I uh, that I support, and it only mm-hmm. costs a little bit of money. Yeah, it's not bad. It's really not bad. It's it's one of those examples, and I think we're going to come back to this later in the show. But it's one of those. It's an example of one of those things where it's like you can throw money at the problem and it goes away. It's you can spend mm-hmm. money to have your life be less annoying. And yeah. oh yeah. I don't always do that. There are times in life where I'm willing to put up with the annoyance, but there are other times where it's just like it's totally worth it. I love, it, you know, if it's the if it's the right price and it's the right amount of annoyance, I, I'll I'll take that trade off. I'll spend the money. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and this this is a good place to do it. One of my least favorite places in the world, airport. The airport. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have any follow up on the previous episode? We had our our good friend Jamie on last time. I don't think so. I think Do that, you? no, I don't think so. I think that was I think that was fun. Um got a lot of good feedback on that. People people liked it. Uh I think more people listened last time because because she was on. She sent it to some of her friends and uh, right, right. that was that was nice of her. So, you know, if anybody if anybody found us from that episode, welcome back. Yeah, thank um, you. Um Let's see. Do, do you want to? Uh, so I just mentioned how I uh, I went to visit Atlanta recently. Should I talk about some of the things I did while I yeah. was there? Yeah, tell is me this, about is it. this interesting? So first of mm-hmm. all, first of all, I wanted to give a shout uh, shouts out to a, a new app I started using while I was there. Okay. Uh, well, before I even do the first of all, let me do the other thing, which is I've recommended my flight tracker app to you, Flighty, before, right? Yeah, this yeah, my this my, this my favorite flight tracker app. I use it every time I travel. It's fantastic. It gives you live updates on what's going on with your plane and the flight and the route and the, is it moved and it's the tail number. It's all all. It's fantastic. I love the app. Well, I found another app. Started using it. It's called City Mapper. Okay, not really good for where we live because there's like basically zero public transit in Florida, but in like bigger cities like Atlanta or like New York or something. Uh, City Mapper is great for being like, okay, here's where I am. Here's where I want to get to. Tell me how to do that with public transit. Mm-hmm. And it'll tell you like, okay, you go, go to this station, get on this train or bus or whatever to take it, take it to this station, and then get off. It, it's it's fantastic. City Mapper. I want to I want to highlight that because that's that was uh, that was a really useful app, um, especially because uh, while I was there, the train the train line was having like maintenance done. And so I had to like do this thing where I take a different line than I usually do and then take it to a different station and then get, get off the train and get on a bus and take it back to the regular, the regular train line I get on. And then it was, it was annoying, but like having the city mapper app, it was able to tell you like, okay, here's the normal route, but also like we know there's like a service disruption and here it is right here in the app. It explains like, here's what's going on with the train service right now and how it's disrupted, which was really nice to like have it right there in the app. So I wanted to, you know, just thought I'd recommend that. Yeah. yeah that I, sounds cool. Cuz I love I love a useful app. And I th- it's one of those things where it's like it's a you can get all the functionality most of the, the fun- functionality for free and then some other increased functionality if you pay. And it's like 2 or 3 dollars a month or like 20 bucks a year or something. So I just was like, well, I'll just pay for one month at a time whenever I'm in a city that 
uses this. You know what I mean? So like every time I travel somewhere, I'll just spend $3 or whatever it is, 2 right. or $3, and then I can use the, the full functionality of this app, uh, which to me is like worth. I do the same thing with Flighty. Flighty is like five or six bucks a month, you know, or 50 bucks a year. And I'm like, well, I don't travel enough for that for the yearly thing. But I still use Flighty when uh, when I do travel, so I just pay like the month, little monthly fee or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then and then I used an app for the first time while I was there because I I I went I traveled uh, to Atlanta after work on a Friday. So I you know I had lunch at work you know around noon noon thirty had lunch, and then immediately after work I had to go to the airport because I had like a seven p.m. flight. So I get off work at five, I so I immediately go to the airport get get on the plane and so it's like you know nine or ten o'clock by the time i actually like am where i need to be like but by the time i've like gotten out of the airport and onto the train and onto the bus and then back on the train and then at the station where i gotta be at where then i so and then i call my friend i'm like come pick me up from the train station it's like it's like 11 o'clock at night almost you know it's you know so i'm starving and i'm he and gerald goes just order uber eats and and by the way, when he picks me up, he goes, I, I go, can we go, please go get food? He's like, well, we're all over at Marcus's, so we're going to Marcus's, but you can mm-hmm. Uber Eats food there. So I'm, I'm like, all right, fine. So we get to we get to Marcus's place, and Gerald go, and I go, Gerald, you got to teach me how to do this Uber Eats. I've never done this before. So he goes, all right, put in the address. I go, what's the address? And I do not remember the address. I'm just going to make something up. He, it, it was, it was, he, Gerald goes, he's like, oh, it's like one one two two main street or whatever you know i'm like mm-hmm. okay great i put it in i order i just order something close you know and i you know of course it's like 25 dollars for an eight dollar meal you know because it's uber eats and there's all yeah, kinds, of, kinds of feeds but i'm like i'm starving and i'm on vacation so whatever so then i um, i order the food and marcus and all his friends are they're all like you want to play magic the gathering i'm like i never played before they're like we'll teach you i'm like okay i'll try it so I played my first game of Magic the Gathering. Okay, I'm learning. Boy, that game is crazy complicated. I mean, have you ever played it? I think I've played it like one time before and remember like constantly being explained what, what, what was going on. It is outrageously complicated. And the number of things that you have to keep track of is absurd. Like, I don't know how they play with physical cards. I'd be like, this is a game I feel like you need to play on the computer because I need the computer to keep track of all this shit for me. You know? Right. It, so it it just it was so complicated. So we're like we're we're like twenty minutes into the game, uh, and I get the alert on my phone. It's been delivered. I go and I just yell, "Gerald, go get my food." You know, he's like my servant boy because I'm in the middle of a game now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I just yell at him, "Go get my food." So I, he goes downstairs, and I hear and I he, I hear him yell up. He's like, "Did they say it was delivered?" I'm like, "Yes, Gerald, it was delivered." sitting right there grab it he's like it's not there i'm like oh no my first time using uber eats and it's messed up what happened so so marcus is like he's looking at my phone he's like did they take a picture of it and i'm like no they didn't send me a picture and i'm like and and they're like you have the right address i'm like yeah 1122 main street and marcus starts laughing he's like no no it's 1234 main street i'm like what gerald why are you giving me the wrong ad so then we're laughing so then i so then they're like gerald you go find it like it's it's on the same street it's like a it's probably like you know it's down the road go to someone else's house and find it's sitting on someone else's porch go find it 
And so then someone else, like one of his friends, they were pulling it up on a map. Like, what was the address he gave you? Where? Yeah, it's just down the street. Then we're calling him while he's outside. All right, make a left. It's over. Go find it. Go steal it off someone else's porch. It was. It was. Uh, it was kind of a funny experience. That porch arrow. I. Well, it's his fault. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that was that was my first time using Uber Eats. Um, did you Did you get it? I did eventually get it. Yeah, he did find it. It was it was on the on the wrong address porch, where wow. you know. So he brought it back to me, and I I did I did get my food. It was just like, it was just re- it was just a really funny experience. Do you do any of that uh, uh, Uber Eats type stuff? No, every like I mean I I used to do it a couple of times in college. Um, I I don't think I did it much after college, but like every now and then, like I'll think. Oh, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to do Uber Eats or DoorDash or one of these things. Um, and I'll, I'll start ordering the meal. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start like adding my order, looking at sides. And then it's like, okay, here's, uh, here's the total. And it's like, all right, next screen. It's like, all right, here's the, here's the delivery fee. Okay. Next screen. Yeah. All right. Here's the tax. <laughs> Here's the here's the tip. Do you want to tip a minimum right. of 20%? Right. And it like a normal meal just turns into like I don't know. I I feel like it's minimum like $30. Right. Um, and I just I I get to that point and I'm like I I can't justify this. This is insane. Yeah, no. I I'd, I'd rather I'd rather just get in my car and drive. I totally agree. That's why I never done it before cuz it was one of those things where it was like it, you know, yeah, I I could do it, but it's just it's it's 10 minutes. I can drive 10 minutes. It's fine. Like, right. And I'll save $20. Like, yeah, yeah I'll drive for 20 minutes to sp- save $20. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm totally with you. But no, I guess they do it all the time. They, they love it. I don't, I don't, I don't know who has that kind of money. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think they do. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think most people have that money, but they do it anyways. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, that, so we I ended up doing it a couple more times that weekend just because like I I have realized that uh, I do think it's valuable when you're on vacation, especially like in my type situation where like I'm staying at a friend's house and they're very much like you know you figure out your own meal food thing and I'm like well I'm staying with you and I don't know what you, what you guys are doing for food or when and I don't have a car here. So I'm just going to have stuff delivered to your house <laughs> because yeah. I want food now and I, I can't wait around for you guys to wake up or get ready or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, especially like, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm such a scheduled, like routine person that like, if I don't get, if I don't have my meals on like a regular basis, like things get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's out of whack. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's no good. It's no good. I mean, I I think it's I think it's a decent thing when I'm a part of a group, because then yeah, then those like those fees get like divvied up amongst a exactly, few people. You can split it, yeah. And and Uber Eats has group ordering where like you you right. can make a fr- a friend, you can make someone part of your group, mm-hmm. and it, and you pay separately, and it kind of gets divided up, and you're paying for you right. for your own, but then it all gets delivered to get. Which we did that once too, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, but, that would be uh, great. But yeah, if it's just for one person for one meal, nah, no, nah, not worth it. No, I'd still, I still get pizza delivered though. Okay, really? Yeah, 
That's different for to me for some reason. Well, I think because that's not going through like a third party service like Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to the restaurant directly and they and they pay their people. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a, a gig economy type thing. It's mm-hmm. like you know, and you can tip them or maybe there's a two dollar delivery fee, but it's like the meal doesn't double in price to get it delivered. Right. It goes up by like five bucks or something, which is way yeah. better. You know what I mean? And so I that, think the way I look at pizza delivery is like I'm getting two meals out of this, so that's true. Kind kind of worth it. That's true. If you're getting like a like a full size, you know, large pizza delivered for just you, or maybe just you and one friend, you can have, you can have leftovers no problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a really good point. Apt apt analysis, Matt. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> so do do passports expire? Yes. Does is this expired? Oh, date of expiration, 22nd January 2026. Okay, I'm good. It's like every 10 years. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, because I got it 2016. Okay. All right, so I'm good. I got worried about that. I didn't even think about it. I got worried about it, but I'm good. I'm good for staples. I'm good for TSA pre-check. So um, I did something else in Atlanta, Hmm. but and uh, kind of feeds into uh, big big life change I'm making. Oh, boy. I, I don't know if you're interested in this. Sure. I've made a decision, Matt. Okay. I'm getting rid of all my furniture. And I'm going to build these different levels. No, I'm kidding. Um, Love that bit. No, but for real, I am getting rid of all my furniture. Okay. In my bedroom. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Please do. <laughs> all the furniture I have, I mean everything, every single piece of furniture in my bedroom is a hand-me-down, okay? It's it's like this was my parents back when they were married, which was, you know, a thousand years ago, it feels like, you know, or this is like a bookshelf that my dad had, or, well, oh, this bed was like, you know, actually, the bed might be the only thing that wasn't a hand-me-down, but it's still like 15 years old. But everything is like I got it like secondhand from somebody used or whatever, which is, you know, great when I was, you know, 20 and in college or whatever, you know, because it lit something, it's stuff for free, you know, but all of it is kind of old, you know, at this point, you know, it was slightly used when I first got it. Now it's been even more used. I mean, I've had most of this stuff like at least 10 years, some of this, I mean, 15 years. I mean, I mean, I've, I've had kind of the same setup since I was like in high school, some of this stuff. Right. You know. Um so I just it it's it's all kind of old. It's all hand me downs. Um and it's not like stuff is falling apart, but the biggest thing that kind of frustrates me about it is that because it's all hand me downs from different places over the years, none of it matches. I mean it is all it is all different colors of different types of wood. And it, I mean, it, it, it's a catastrophe. It's a, it, it, it is an interior design catastrophe title. Wow. So I was like, you know what? What if I just got rid of some of this stuff? You know, what if I just got rid of this stuff and I bought all new furniture for my, my bedroom that all actually matched? And it was all like, you know, the color I want it to be. Like it all matched each other. It's all brand new. And so I've decided that's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I was talking, because I had this idea a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. 
I was talking about this with actually with Gerald and Bray and some of the people that I ended up seeing in Atlanta. And I was like, I like this idea. I like this idea of redoing my room. And of course, you know me, I love the color black. I want everything in black. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I want all my furniture to be black. And then that way, if I wanted to do like an accent color or something, well, everything goes with black. You know what I mean? That's true. So, so you know, if I have black as like the base color, like black is the furniture for everything in the room, then I can, you know, maybe spice it up with different colored sheets or curtains or other stuff, you know, whatever, pillows, whatever, you know, you could use, you know, design it that way, you know what I mean? So I was on Discord with with those friends like, I don't know, a month ago or whatever. And I was, and we were talking about, I was like, I I think they recommended like go to Ikea. And I was like, that's a great idea. And I was like, we should do this when I come up to Atlanta. So I go to Atlanta a couple weeks ago and me and Gerald and Bree and Marcus uh, I'm not sure how he got involved. Oh, he got involved because he wanted meatballs. So the that four, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So the four of us go to Ikea. And uh, we kind of go as just like this will be a, it's a fun thing to do. I mean, you know, Bree was like, we go to Ikea for fun. This is just like it's a fun thing to do. And I hadn't been to Ikea probably 10 years. I mean, uh-huh. how often do you go to Ikea? You know, Not very often. Exactly. I hadn't been so long. So we go to Ikea. We're looking around. I'm getting some idea. At one point. Uh, Marcus grabbed like a pamphlet, like an Ikea pamphlet and a pencil. And he just drew my bedroom and he was like, now tell me, you know, where's the door? Where are the windows? Let's kind of come up with a plan here for what you need, which was kind of funny that, you know, he was helping me out there. It was fun. That's great. Yeah, no, it was fun. So I got some ideas about like, oh, what about these kind of shelves? And I like this color wood and this bed, you know, so I had, I got some, I got some, it was just, it was mostly just like getting some ideas. Obviously I can't buy anything i'm in a different state than where i live mm-hmm. yeah but it was it was brainstorming ideas anyway by the end of the trip i just decided i was i was so in love i found some really great stuff that i that i really liked and i was so in love with ikea i'm like why don't i come here like every six months because <laughs> because i think of ikea as just like well it's furniture it's like furniture and kitchen stuff right mm-hmm. But I, it's so much more than that i mean they got like little knickknacks and lights and posters oh, yeah. and i mean I, for, I forget how much stuff is actually there yeah, and it's i actually, crazy and while we were there you know it was like gerald and Bree, they're like you know actually all of them except me because i can't buy anything because i'm away but like they're all like they all found something that was like oh this would actually be nice for this oh i'd love to have that for my desk oh this would be great in the bathroom you know and i'm like i should just come here once every six months and just look around because i feel just like walk through the gallery i feel like it's one of those places where you'll you'll just if you just walk around to make take a couple hours make a little day out of it You'll you'll see something that's like, oh, you know what? I could actually use this for whatever. This would be great for that, mm-hmm. for blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've done that before. So anyway, I'm I'm a huge fan. I always, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm IKEA pilled. You're in your IKEA era. I, I am in my IKEA era title. So, <laughs> um, I come back. I come back to Orlando. I come home. And I'm looking at the some stuff I had. I, I found this like bed that I liked and everything. And when I saw you on Friday, last Friday, I told you I'm going to IKEA this weekend. Uh, and it's because the the exact bed frame that I liked that I saw at the store that I wanted, it was like sixty dollars off for like a wow. week only. So I was like, well, I gotta jump on that, you know. So I was like, I guess that'll be the first. I was gonna wait like. A month or two and like really get get all my ideas together and then just like splurge and buy everything at once but now i'm thinking that maybe i should just buy things in pieces <laughs> but um 
so I go to Ikea. This is just this is this past Saturday. I go to Ikea. I, I wake up. I'm all ready for my big day. I'm, I'm buying a new bed. And, and, uh, and I know I have a queen-size mattress. I didn't want to replace the mattress. Not because I love the mattress. I don't. It, the mattress is also probably 15 years old. You know, and you, you're supposed to get a new mattress, what, every 10 years, maybe? Not sure exactly. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. So anyway, you know, and it's not like you – and again, it was probably, it's probably a hand-me-down mattress. It's probably a 20-year-old mattress. But it's one of the, it's one, But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm really in this whole redesign thing. I'm in this more for like the aesthetics of it. I don't – you know, I, I'm not buying a new bed because I'm uncomfortable. I'm buying a new bed because I don't like the, the one I have now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, the mattress, yeah, it's not great, but it's like, do I need one? Nah, not right now. Plus, I don't want to I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of mattresses. I don't even know. That seems, seems complicated. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's not great, but I'm fine with it, you know. So I was like, I'm not going to buy a new mattress, but, I, but I'm like, but I know I have a queen-size mattress, so I'll just buy a queen-size bed frame. So, so I go to Ikea. And uh, now this time, I you know now I know exactly what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for this one bed frame. So I I see it, I verify it's in the store. I go down to the warehouse. You know how IKEA works, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been there a couple times recently. Yeah. So I go down to the warehouse and I and I grab one of the carts and uh, I go to the I go to the you know the aisle where it is. It comes in. It comes in a couple of boxes. It, it comes in the bed frame is two boxes and then you got to buy like the there's like a bar like a support beam. That's like mm-hmm. a separate item, and then there's like the wooden slats that support that. That's a separate. So it was like four things I had to I had to all get, and I I I actually asked someone in the store. I was like, "Hey, these uh, these bed frames, could I fit that in the back of my SUV?" And the girl's like, "Oh yeah, no problem." I'm like, "Oh okay," because I was a little bit worried about space. You know what I mean? It's not like I have a huge SUV. But she was like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "What size?" Are you? I'm like, "It's a queen size." She's like, "You'll be fine, no problem." I'm like, "Great." I'd already put the the back seats down in the, in the in the truck, so I had plenty of room, you know. Mm-hmm. So I pull out the boxes, and they're they're long, they're big, but I've been assured they're gonna fit. So I go, I check. Oh, I got a pegboard too. Are you on? Are you, you familiar with familiar with these? I don't think so. I'm googling. Yeah, look up IKEA pegboard. They're great. It's just like this wooden, I don't know, wooden plastic. I don't know what the hell it is, and with these little like little holes in it. And they and it they make these uh, like little things that you that you clip into it into the board itself. Oh, that's pretty cool looking to hold stuff. And so I just got a pegboard and then a bunch of stuff. Like I got like these like hooks that you put into it. I got like a little shelf for it. Um, I and I got like the uh, the elastic elastic things, almost like I don't know, not not like rubber bands necessarily, but like they're stretchy, you know. And so mm-hmm. I put the hooks up there. I got I had the pegboard set up. Got the hooks up there. That's where I put my headphones now. So now my headphones have a dedicated location. That's you know? great. So I got the pegboard on the wall. The headphones hang up there. I use the elastic bands to. I put my my Switch Pro controller. I have it stretch. I have it like in the uh, in the pegboard. The bands are holding it in. Got a little shelf on there. I put some like some little little knickknack little things I had, I had hanging on my desk. I just put it on the shelf. You know. So it's it's a great. Great way to take stuff that you want around you, like on your desktop, and put it up on the wall. And it's 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 a really great. They got a lot of different things for it. It's it's a great system. Gerald and Bree both had one, and I just I saw it and I just fell in love with it. I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I had Let's to get one. a few things. Yeah, so so it's you know it's a great way to you know to put like you know 
those little cups and things you can attach to it. You can put, you know, hold stuff, whether it's you know, screws or, you know, whatever. I got, I got wires and stuff, little adapters for things, all kinds of stuff. It's great. So I got one of those too. So I got the pegboard and some accessories for it, and I got the bed frame. I take it out to the car, okay? This box really stretched the limits of what fits in the back of my car. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I at one point really thought, like, I really thought it wasn't going to fit for a while i was like oh no what do i do can i call someone who has a bigger truck than me what like well, how does what do I, what can i do about this and the boxes are big and heavy you oh, know yeah. what i mean yeah, you know not fun no they're not fun at all and i'm and i'm alone i'm doing this all myself you know and i'm you know and i'm i'm not you know i'm not the hulk here i it, uh, you know I, i'm not jacked I, i'm not great at handling this stuff but at one point i thought oh boy this i don't know if this is even gonna fit in the back of my car so I ended up making it fit, but I had to – not only did I have to, like, push it all the way in and angle it the right way, but I also had to, like, take the passenger seat and, like, bend it down as far as it will go and push it all the way up, like, as much as it will go. And then still it was like I had to kind of really push it, and then, like, it was – I was really pushing the limits of, like, what what will fit in that car. But yeah, But I think right. hopefully – I don't think anything else, any other piece of furniture I buy will be that long. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't think I'll have any problems going forward, but that really, I was really worried that like, oh my God, if I just made a huge mistake, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That would be stressful. So luckily that worked out. So I get it home and uh, I have Alex, my roommate. I have him. Can you, I'm like, can you help me bring these boxes up, up the stairs? Cause there's no way I yeah. could do this myself. So no he helps, helped me out, which was great. And he's like, you're going to set it up today? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it today. So I begin the process. I got to take apart my old bed frame. I got to get the mattress off, take apart the old bed frame, you know, completely. And then put the whole, and put the new thing back together. Took me, I don't know, four or five hours to do the whole project, you know? You know, it was mostly, I thought it would be faster. But it, it's a lot of – because it's, like, from scratch, there's a lot of, like, metal that has to be screwed, like, directly into wood, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was it, so it was a lot of, like, manual, like, screw it, – it was really – not not difficult, but just, like, time-consuming, you know, and lots Putting of – Putting the furniture together is the worst part. Yeah. I thought it wouldn't be that bad because, like, my old Ben frame is from Ikea. And and it's pretty easy to put together, but it's also like a lot of the permanent stuff was already installed, you know, installed multiple years ago when I first got it. You know what I mean? Like the little metal pieces that like support the mattress that are part of right. the wood on the that's permanently installed. You don't have to undo that when you move. You know what I mean? So that was that was there, that was some of the stuff that I had to like do for the first time. That all you know, one of those things where like there's steps that you have to do for the first time, but you never have to do it again. So. It took me, you know, a few hours to to do to do all that. And I, at one point, I realized, oh, I haven't eaten anything today. And I was, it's, nice. it's, it's like it's like five o'clock. It's like four thirty in the afternoon, and I'm like, why do I have a headache and like feel like I'm gonna pass out? It's like, oh, because I haven't eaten anything today, and I've been yeah, doing like manual labor. <laughs> so anyway, so f- and, and and then and so I'm almost. I mean, then I get to the last part of assembling this bed frame. Okay. And it's like, it's like, there's like the metal part that goes like around like the edges of, of like where the mattress sits on. And then they, and then they have like this extra thing, which is like two metal or four metal rods, two on each end 
that sort of go at like an angle so from like the the top of the of the bed frame to like the side of the bed frame to help support the mattress at like at like an angle i guess you'd give it better support and th- i'm reading the instructions they want me to like screw metal into metal like it's hmm. like it's like there's a hole cut out but it doesn't have like the twisty ridge thing that like a normal thing has where you screw something into it you know what i mean sure there's a name for it right right but like it doesn't have there so they're basically just like yeah just put this screw through the hole like and i'm like this is impossible like at at this i'm like four and a half hours in i'm exhausted okay and i'm like i i can't how am i supposed to screw it's metal how am I supposed to screw into it? It, it doesn't make sense. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this part." And I just and I just was like, "It's it's it's sort of there, and it'll it, it but it's not like screwed in tightly." But like whatever, because then I just put the wooden slats over it. That that'll be fine. I'm like, I'm yeah. not gonna stress about, it. you know. So it's like it's sort of installed. It's just not screwed tightly, but like whatever. So I was just like, "Fuck, I'm not doing that part." You know, it's just if it's you only annoying. got one screw loose, it's not a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, because well, the 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 other like the I think all of the parts that are the most important for actual like support for the mattress, I think all those parts are screwed in tightly. I think this is just like eh, it's a little extra support, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well if that's not screwed in perfectly, I I don't care. I don't think it's gonna be the end of the world. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, forget it. I'm not. I'm not going to worry about that too much. I'll just do the best I can and whatever. Then I put the wooden slats on, and I look at it. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm done. I'm finally done. You know, it, it. The bed frame is done, and the only thing left to do is I got to put this mattress on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I wrestling with the mattress, and you know, it's big and and weighty and bulky and everything. And I throw the mattress down on the on the bed frame. And in that moment, I learned I do not have a queen size mattress. Oh my god, it's too small. It's like it almost fits, but it's also like I can take my fist and I can put it in between the mattress and the bed frame, like on every side. Yeah. So it's a little too small. So I'm the like, the mattress is too small. The mattress is too small. So I'm like, hmm. This was unexpected. I didn't. I didn't consider this possibility. <laughs> right. Oh my god. That's I was terrible. I was so confident that I had a queen size mattress. So, I did. Uh, I think what is a reasonable thing that people do when they don't know how to solve a problem, which is I call my father. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. So I call my dad and I go, "Hey, dad. Um, random question for you, but do you know?" what size my mattress is, you know? And my dad, who is just, you know, wicked smart, and he's so helpful, and he just, I mean, he's got an incredible memory, my dad. Okay. My dad responds to me, without missing a beat, he goes, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, come on. So I'm like, okay, that's what I thought, but I just figured I'd ask, you know? And, he, and he's like, you should measure it. And I'm like, you're right, I should have thought of that earlier today. <laughs> right. He's like, why, what's going on? I go, well... I just bought a new bed frame, and I was confident I had a queen-size mattress, so I bought a queen-size. I explained him the whole thing. Bought a queen-size bed. It's too small. And he goes, oh, well, maybe it's a double twin. So I go, the fuck is a double twin? Never heard of that. I never heard of such a thing. And apparently it's a real thing. Apparently it's a real thing. It's called a, it's called a double twin or a full size. I don't understand oh, I've, how. I've heard, of a, I've heard of a full. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing, just different terminology. I, I okay. just 
I, I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't consider that it was that popular that I would – I just didn't think I had a full mattress. I thought it was a queen. Right. I just always thought it was a queen-size mattress. I don't know why I thought that. got that in my head. I don't know. I, maybe I, I'm dumb. I should have checked, I guess. But, you know. So my dad is like, well, why would you buy a new bed frame? And I explained him the whole thing I told you. All my furniture is old. It's hand-me-down. None of it matches. And I thought, I, I just treat myself, you know. And my dad goes – well, why don't you treat yourself to a new mattress? You probably need one. <laughs> right. right. Which, of course. honestly, he's right. He's right. But I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go down that road. How much is a mattress? You know? And he and he's like, well, a mattress is anywhere between 50 bucks and $5,000. Which is true. Yeah. yeah that means it, it's 100% true. And I'm like, oh, boy. And then I'm like, and then how do I get it home? I mean, I could barely get the bed frame in the car in boxes. How am I going to get a mattress in the car? I don't know. You know, do I have oh, it delivered? Okay. I know the answers to all these questions. I know, well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking out loud. And my dad goes, "Well, I bought a Tempur-Pedic mattress for seven hundred bucks, king size." I'm like, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." And when I bought it, it was the size of a bag of golf clubs. I just threw it in my trunk. Yep, same. I'm like, "Oh, I, I see. I didn't. Yeah, see, I didn't know. I haven't bought a mattress ever in my life. So I was, I didn't, I didn't know." So I was like, okay, well, I'll look into it. So I, so I look up Tempur-Pedic mattress. My dad claims he got a king size for 700 bucks. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Everything on their website is two grand minimum. Right. Um, here's what I think happened. I think my dad bought some other kind of like foam, you know, memory foam mattress that's not actually Tempur-Pedic brand, but it's like that same kind of technology, mm-hmm. you know, and he's calling it Tempur-Pedic. I, I think it's a Kleenex situation title. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, like he's just calling it that because because it's not a spring mattress, but he doesn't know what to you know. I think it's just a, some other kind of foam mattress, which is apparently the new. This is the new great technology is the foam thing, right? Um, so now I now now I'm looking up mattresses and I'm like I don't know if I want to I don't want to get too deep into this. I mean how I mean I, I I'm sure it's one of those things where. You can really go down a rabbit hole. I mean, I'm, like I'm sure, like everything in the world, it's like an it's like a whole world unto itself. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, all right, well, let me just do a little bit of research, see if I can find something that you know recommended, something recommended or something. You know, I don't know. So I'm kind of browsing a little bit, and I and I'm and I'm reading about like, you know, uh, like like people are like, oh, here's how to find a good mattress for you. And like, here's, you can sort mattresses by different filters and stuff. And I'm looking at different websites and the same thing keeps coming up with just sleeping position. Oh yeah. And, and I'm like, does sleeping position affect, or, or does that matter when buying it? You're you know a about side this? sleeper. I, I am. I am a side sleeper. I'm a side sleeper, Jerry. Uh huh. That's true. I am. And did you, so you knew about this. I mean, I, 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 that is not something I took into consideration when I bought a mattress. I just know from hearing mattress advertisements on podcasts <laughs> that, that that's something they list in the script is like, we'll give you a sleep quiz and ask you if you're a front back or side sleeper. And so it's like, it's clearly something they're taking into consideration. Yeah. I never thought about this. I, I, I never, I never thought it would matter. Like how you sleep. Now I'm reading about how you know sleeping position in regards to mattresses. Now I'm now I'm into it. Now I'm like deep into it. Now I'm, I'm reading about this now, and I'm on one website that says like, oh well, if you sleep on your back, you should have a super soft mattress, and if you sleep on your stomach, you should have a super firm mattress. It's better support. If you sleep on your side, you want something in the middle. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm reading another website that's like, oh, if you sleep on your back or your front or your stomach, you want it to be really soft. But if you sleep on your side, it should be some, it should be more front. And I'm like, wait, that contradicts what the other website said. You know, so now, now I'm mm-hmm. like confused. Then I go on another website and they, and they say, you can't even trust the firmness levels on mattresses because all the companies rate that differently. There's no like consistent <laughs> right. system for what counts as a firm mattress, what's a soft mattress, what's medium firm, regular. Yeah, yeah. What there's no there's no consistency. Every brand has its own way that they label it. So you can't even trust it. So once I saw that, I'm like, fuck it, I'm not doing any more research. Forget that I'm like my my solution was like, you know what? I'm just I just threw my hands up. I'm like, I'm just gonna go to IKEA again and I'm gonna land a bunch of mattresses. IKEA. I'm just gonna land a bunch of mattresses. I would just go to a mattress store. I mean, what's the difference? Ikea's far. Well, not from where I work. I guess that's true. So, I mean, don't be creepy. It's like 15 minutes from where I work. It's not bad. Not a bad drive from, from, from work. Yep. So I go back to Ikea, and I'm like, I'm just, I'll just land a bunch of mattresses. Because at the, ultimately, all that matters is I could, do, I could research this all day. The different types of technologies and how they work and the cooling and this one has foam. This one has gel in it. Ooh, what does that do? I could do this all day. Ultimately, all mm-hmm. that matters is do I like it and am I comfortable? Right. You know what I mean? You know, so I just go back to Ikea. I went yesterday after work and I laid on a, I laid on a few mattresses on my side to get a feel for it, right? And uh, I found one that I that I felt was a good balance between comfort and price there were ones okay. that, that i thought were more comfortable but it was like eh, it's 15 percent more comfortable but it's 50 percent more money you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and mm-hmm. i was like i don't know if i want to do that so i found one that i and and you know and and so it was it was actually pretty easy to narrow it down because like i mean there were some of them that like because like i don't like a super soft mattress i don't Me like neither. the feeling of like getting into a bed and like falling into it Right. You know what I mean? I want it to be a little firm, you know. So it was actually pretty easy because, like, most of them, you could just – I just would sit on it. And, I, and if, if, I, if, I, if I feel like I was falling, I'm like, well, that one's out. And then there were other ones I would sit down on it. And it's like, did I just sit on a rock? Is that what happened? Like, right. you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, that <laughs> one's out. So I, pr- I pretty quickly narrowed it down to just a few. And then it was just about, like, you know, am I comfortable with this price? And everything. So I found, you know, I found one I liked. And – um I was like, all right, I'm going to go with this one, and I'm buying a queen mattress for my new queen bed frame, right? And I go I go down to the warehouse. I load it on the cart. I check out and uh, threw it in the back of my cart. That fit. I, I, I wasn't worried about fitting that in the back of my car because the bed. I got the bed frame to fit, and the mattress, by definition, is smaller than the bed frame. Right. So I wasn't worried about that, okay? And it, it fit just fine. And it, it came all rolled up, like you said. Mm-hmm. It had The bag had handles on it. Which was great for getting it up the stairs alone. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, and then I just I just rolled it out on uh, um I I took the old mattress off, I put the new one on, I opened the back, just rolled, boom, done. So I slept on it last night. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. Good first night. Yeah. No, the only the only problem is, and I saw this on on one of the websites I was reading, is that with the foam because I did get the foam. I didn't want the spring mattress. I've had a spring mattress my whole life. Foam is the new technology. Everybody swears by it. I want. I got. The, I got a foam mattress. Mm-hmm. I was like, springs are out. No springs for me. 
No, okay. none. No springs for me title. So uh, I got a foam mattress, and the only thing I, it, that I noticed, which is true based on what I read, the foam mattresses, the first couple days you have them when you first open them up, got a little bit of a smell. Yeah, I think I have heard that before. Yeah, it's 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 a little and it and you can't really you don't really notice it unless you kind of like you lay your face directly on top of the mat. I think it's something about like the foam has been cooped up and all put together and then it finally gets to breathe, you know what I mean? I think that's all it is. But they say it goes mm-hmm. away after a couple of days. And and I really can't smell it unless I like cover my entire head in in like the blankets and i'm just isolated on you know what i mean or i put my face directly into it oh you know what i bought for myself too i got one of those ergonomic pillows i figured oh nice i figured i'd try that so you know i got um and i got new sheets coming from amazon because you you know yeah, of course, all my anymore. all my sheets don't fit in it. So I I kind of like had a str- I really had to stretch and kind of make it fit, you know. But it so yeah, it's like yeah. just barely, but it's not great. So I got new sheets. So everything on my bed is new. I got the new mattress, new bed frame. I got new sheets coming, new pillow, all brand new. It's fantastic. Good so, for you. So uh, I'm sleeping very happy now. The only problem I have, you know what you know what it is? Can you guess? What you do with the old mattress and the bed frame? Yeah. I got to get rid of it. And I actually talked to someone at my apartment complex and I said, uh, hey, I got some old furniture I just want to throw out, get rid of. Can I just leave it by the by the dumpster you guys got here? And 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 I and I actually lied. I actually lied. And I said and I said, yeah, I just got this old desk I'm trying to get rid of because I didn't I didn't want to say I'm I didn't want to say I'm getting rid of a whole fucking bed. You know what I mean? I feel like they would think I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Or they would just be like, "Well, a desk would be fine, but a bed, no." So I, but I was thinking, I was thinking because I do want to get rid of a desk eventually. So I'm not, I'm not totally lying. It just wasn't immediately what I was going to do. Right. But I just said, "Yeah, I guess old desk." I just made it sound, you know, can I just put that out there and they'll take it? And she's like, "Ooh, no. If it was like a chair, maybe it'd be fine, but yeah, no." And I'm like, "Oh boy." So what do I do? She's like, "You should take it to the Orange County landfill." It's not. Oh, not, I've been there. You've been there. Mm-hmm. To to dump stuff, yeah. A long it, time ago. Is it easy? What's it like? <sighs> ah man, I was I was so young. Oh, okay. I, I was Forget probably it. in middle school or early oh. high school. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I remember it being simple. There's really not a lot to it. I think it costs money. Oh, really? I think it does. I, I'm not certain though. Um, yeah, it's not it's not complicated though. Well, that see that maybe now that I'll I'll consider that, but um, at least for maybe some of the smaller stuff I have. But I don't know how I can get a mattress in the back of my car or the bed frame. I don't want to deal with that again. Yeah, a full size mattress. Yeah, exactly. Although it's not a king size or a California king or a queen, it, but it's still it's smaller than all of those, and yet it's still somehow considered full size. Yeah. I'll never understand that. Don't even bother trying to explain that one to me. But <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get this shit out of my house and into my car and it, to the to the dump. Like, I just don't know. Like, it just it's just going to be a tremendous pain in the ass and a ton of work. So what I was thinking is just hiring one of those, like, junk removal services where they mm-hmm. come with a truck and they just take it. And I'm guessing they charge – these places all seem to charge based on, like, how much space it takes up in their truck. And considering it's like a mattress and a bed, and also I want to get rid of an old desk and maybe 
some nightstand or something. Like, uh, maybe I just kind of get rid of some bunch of things at once. Thinking maybe it'll cost me a couple hundred bucks, mm-hmm. which is pricey, but also, like, then I don't have to do the hassle of, like, me like getting a friend of mine to help me carry a bunch of shit down the stairs and load it into my car and then drive all the way to the dump and then drive all and then do that multiple times because i can't fit everything in my car at once you know what i mean like maybe that's another tsa pre-check situation where it's like i will spend the money to just dramatically make my life easier on this Right. You know? So that's what I'm really considering doing. But for as of right now, I got this giant-ass mattress in my bedroom. And it is <laughs> – like, I don't know where to put it. So it is, it's just blocking the door to my closet. So I basically can't oh get in God. my closet right now. Right. I got to get this thing out of my house. I think So that's my project. I, I, yeah, my, that can't last. I, I got to get this done by this weekend is, is mm. what I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm going to have to call somebody – you know, I, I want you know, hope maybe like on a on a Saturday they can come by because I I got to I got to get this out of my house. This is this is ridiculous. I can't right. move around my room almost. I mean, it, it's crazy. I did do something though. I did I did move the bed in, in a different. I reoriented the bed so yeah. it faces a different direction now. Before it was facing the bedroom door. Now it's facing the wall. More like facing like my computer screen. More like that. Mm-hmm. So it's you know so it's it's in the same spot but I, it's rotated differently than what it was before. I'm trying I'm you know trying something new right. I had the chance to try something new so I did so I'm trying that. Um, I actually considered moving it to somewhere else in my room entirely, but it just it just would have been way too much work with all the other furniture that would have had to move. And I'm not even sure like my room is such a like like where things are is so weird. It's like there are. Like, I, I literally tried to, like, map out, like, oh, what if I put it against this wall? And it's like, nope, then it'll, like, literally run into the bedroom door entrance. It's like, Jesus, why are, why are the walls these lengths? I don't know. It's very odd. It, it It's like, I feel like I have, like, one or two places that I could actually put the desk as, or put the bed as, like, a feasible, like, a reasonable place to put it. And where it is now is, like, one of two places. So it's like... I guess I'll just leave it there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe when I when I get rid of all the other furniture and bring everything in else in new, maybe then I'll reconsider. But right as of right now, it's it's in the same place, just reoriented. Which I I think I, which actually is kind of nice because before it was the I didn't even kind of forgot the bed frame, bef- the the headboard before was blocking an outlet. Now it's not blocking the outlet, which I don't know if I need that, but it's nice to have. So there you go. So yeah, that's that was, that's a big update for me, making a huge dramatic change in my life uh, as far as basically getting rid of all my furniture. That's cool. That's a yeah. fun update. It's a, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun project, and uh, maybe hopefully by the next episode, the it'll be done. Like uh, like I I'm, I want to move really fast on this because this uh-huh. is one. It's one of those things where like I have lived with old mismatched furniture for so long that like clearly my personality like it clearly like i can just live with things being horrible like not horrible but like i'm i seem to be someone that like i can just very easily get get used to get very comfortable with like well this is just the way it is so this is the way it is you know what i mean you can sort of fall into that trap of like well this is this is just the way my room is like and yeah. you, you know you just sort of like you kind of get kind of just get used to what's around you Mm-hmm. You know, and then you kind of stop thinking about how could I change it or update, you know. So I don't know. I feel like I got to I got to make sure I stay in this mode of like, no, 
I have to remember, I am dissatisfied with this. I don't think about it often because I'm just so <laughs> right. it's, it's, I'm just so used to it that I'm just not used to thinking about it. But I got to remember, I am unhappy. <laughs> there you go. Remember, always remember I, that. Yes, I must always remember that I'm unhappy. No, but like, I, just I'm dissatisfied with the furniture in my room, so I have to. I, I I'm I'm in the mode of of redoing everything. And so I want to make sure I stay in that mode and not get complacent, you know, so that because in the end, once once it's once this project is fully done, I think I'll be much happier, much more satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. I've, first, I've, I've never really cared about like furniture orientation or, or not or just like matching, mismatching stuff. I, I mean, I got so much stuff that doesn't match in my place. I, I don't I don't think about it, though. I don't even notice it. I don't even notice that it doesn't match. I know it doesn't, but it's not like it's not like something I ever think about. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess if I was a lot of a lot of my stuff is hand me down too. Um, so I, I guess if I was going to start over, like if I was going to move into a house or something, or like buy uh, an apartment or condo townhouse of my own, like maybe I would be like, okay, well I own this, so maybe I'll treat it a little bit differently and start over, but. As long as I'm renting, I'm like, eh, who cares? I don't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, no, I, I have a similar, I have a similar thing where I mean, or at least what you said at the beginning, uh, which is like, you know, a lot of my stuff is hand me down, and I kind of don't notice. Like I know it's mismatched, but I don't really pay attention to it or notice or think about it ever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I, you know, but when I do notice, when I do stop and look around and notice, like I do. I do think that I just will be more satisfied with the state of my bedroom once everything does match. It's not right. it's not that I'm actually like upset about it or frustrated or angry, but it's just like it's one of those things where like I'm neutral about it now, but I think I could be happier with this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like the like the desk that I have my computer on that I sit at, which I'm debating even getting rid of this. I I just it it's old, but it's the same it's the same wood and same color as the new bed frame. And I, and like mm. already I'm like happier that like these right. these two things match. Now imagine if I could apply that to like my nightstand and a dresser, you know what I mean? Like and and like a bookshelf. Like I I think I would just like that more, you know? Plus it gives me a chance to like, you know, like like there's this there's this shelving unit that I want to get that is like not quite a bookshelf it's just but it's like it has like just an interesting design to it that i'm like this feels like it's very me it feels different and weird and modern and kind of sleek and i just you know it's like you know it gives me a chance to express myself through my stuff you know yeah there you go so that's uh that's the project that i'm currently uh embarking on the project on which i'm currently embarking that's awesome i think that's a great idea um so what's what's next? Next is um, new desk. Well, that's where I I'm having the most trouble because I was looking at the desks at IKEA and there's two that I mostly like, but there's one thing about each of them that bothers me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, there's one desk that I'm leaning more toward. There's one desk that it seems very normal, but then it has like this thing, like it has like a mini desk that like slides out from. Is it to almost to almost make it like an L shape, but then you can slide it back in. It's like a regular rectangular desk again, 
Hmm. And I like the look of the desk, but I don't like that thing that slides out under. I just, I feel like it might get in the way or be annoying. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it does pretty much almost entirely slide in. So maybe I could just slide it in and ignore it. But also I feel like it might annoy me. But then there's another desk I like that it has this cool, like, like the back of it. It has like a, a thing, like the, the last, like, I don't know, six inches of the desk towards the back. It has like a thing that that folds up, like a little compartment, inside, like built into the desk, to, so you can put and hide all your wires and stuff back there, which I like. I like that it's a little, a little compartment that flips up, but then I feel like the desk is just too small, like lengthwise. Like I feel like the distance between me and the computer screen would be too close. I don't know. Right. So I gotta. I I I I think I'm leaning towards just getting the one that has the thing that slides out, and then either like not installing that part of it, or just like leaving it slid in all the time. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta think about it more. I gotta get a new chair too, and I, I don't. I'm not even oh, sure. Really? I'm, I'm not even. Yeah, all my chairs are old. So I'm. Right. But I'm not even sure what kind of chair. To, I love the chair that I have at my office, but I don't know where I got it. I guess I could find out, and I just get another one of those. Yeah, don't skimp out on chair cost. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean, what I definitely don't want is a gamer chair. I think those are all scams. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I, you know, so I want like, and that's the other thing is like I'm looking for like sort of like a home like a setup for like my desk and computer stuff, but I don't want it to look like an office. You know what I mean? Mm, like there were yeah, a lot of, of really nice desks, but it looks too much like something you would see in an office, and I don't want it to look officey. Yeah, you gotta have the separation. Exactly. I don't want it to have like drawers and stuff on the side because one, that limits like where my feet and legs can go under the desk. But two, it looks like an office desk. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. It's my house. Yeah. No way. So, I think um, I think the next thing that I'm gonna get is gonna be um, a new dresser because right now I'm just like using a pair of nightstands as like a dresser, which mm-hmm. is. It, I mean, it's stupid. It looks stupid. It, like, it looks stupid. It is stupid. It's very dumb to have two nightstands just next to each other. It's it, it's it's extremely stupid. It's terrible. It, yeah. So, I you know. And it's like, you know, it's again, it's functional. It's not, like there's an, it's not like there's a problem with it. I just think it's dumb. So, I think that'll be the next thing is I want to get a new dresser. And I won't get anything crazy. But I'll get a new dresser and then maybe some shelves. And then uh, I guess maybe the desk will be the desk and chair, I guess, will be the last thing I do. Um, But also, you know, I got to jump on it because if I got these junk guys coming, I got to haul this shit out. I was going to say, yeah, you got you got to call them all at once. Or maybe maybe I just, you know, I, I could I could theoretically have them take stuff before I even have the new stuff come in. I That's mean, true. I could. I mean, I would. I would have to. I would end up going like maybe a few days or something, where, you know, my clothes are like in a bag or just like on a shelf. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And like, yeah. You know, and like, or like, oh, the books that I have on the bookshelf, they'll just be like stacked in a corner. You know, maybe I'll. You know, is that the end of the world to do that for a few days? That's not. You yeah, know. it wouldn't be bad if you acted fast. Exactly. Which again, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to act quickly here. So. But yeah, I I gotta get this mattress and bed out of my out of my apartment. I, the the bed frame is all thrown in the closet, so like it's not even a walk in closet anymore because you can't walk into it. Right, it's all this shit in the way, and then you can't even get to the closet door because there's a mattress in the way. So I gotta I gotta get. That's what I'm gonna do this weekend. 
a bunch of stuff is leaving uh, is leaving my bedroom. It's going to be very wow. very empty by the end of this weekend, and then I'm going to have to bu- just buy new stuff to put because I, I this is madness. Yeah, you got to do something about that. <laughs> how, how long could someone live like this? <laughs> Been living like this too long, Jerry. Too long. The, the closet would bother me a lot. Yeah, and again, like my clothes aren't in there. My clothes are in the nightstand that I'm acting that I'm using as a dresser. <laughs> Mm-hmm, but right. still it's like yeah it's still it, it, once in a while i gotta go in there and you know, i got oh i got it like i had to get my passport for the tsa thing that was in a box in my closet i had to i had to like move the mattress aside squeeze back there step on part of the bed frame and then grab a box and pull it out it was really annoying these are these are these are the struggles of my life i mean yeah no one suffers the way that i do no, no. Who who could deal with this? <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what I'm. That's what I'm up to. Uh, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, please do. Um, do you want to hear about my camping trip that I went on? Um. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this last week? Why? Why do I think we talked about this last? I don't know. I okay. I guess. I guess not. We you haven't know. recorded since I went on it. Oh, okay. I guess. Oh, you talked about going to Disney last time. Oh, did I? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so okay, so you went you went camping. Uh-huh. This is insane what I did. Wait, really? Why? It's crazy. Unbelievable. Um So, I was buying tickets for the Survivor party that I'm going to tomorrow. Right. And under it's it's on this website called Eventbrite, which I guess is some like alternative to Ticketmaster. I don't think it's used for very much. Yeah, I've used um, it several times. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm using that, and like because I'm going to this Survivor watch party under related events, is this thing I see that pops up called Survival Training Weekend. Oh no! And I'm 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 just curious, so I I look into it. And it's like this guy who is like a trained wilderness expert. Um, he like he hosts this survival training weekend once a year where he teaches you uh, survival skills in the wild. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to be on the show eventually. Like, I'm going to need to know some of this stuff. And it's like the description talks about like building a fire, building a shelter, like all all relevant stuff. So I I signed up for it and I went for it. Oh my god, that's crazy! It was crazy. So how many days was it? it? I mean, it was two nights: Friday, Friday night, Saturday night. Left Sunday. Wow. Okay. Wait. Okay. Wait. And so, how many people? You didn't even know anybody there. No, I I, I knew no people. Um, it's like twelve of us total. Wow. And was everybody else like in it for like the Survivor TV show or? Was- no, no, not at all. Most, 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 it was like mostly families just in it for like fun weekend trip thing. Gotcha. Um, it was like 90 minutes south of Orlando, headed south on I-4, that direction in like Polk County, what? wherever the hell that is. Um, yeah, it was like, it was in the middle of nowhere on, it was like this weird village that's like this kind of off grid community. And it's like they've got they've got like 
very little in the way of modern utilities there. They've got like livestock and like vegetable gardens that they like that they survive off of. They that they live off of there. I don't know if these people are volunteers or what. It was it was really bizarre. But that's the place that hosted it. I can't believe you did that. This is the, I this I this is this is really the difference between you and I. That's absolutely <laughs> why. I mean, first of all, to go camping at all is a major difference between us. You're right. you're going camping with strangers as part of some like learn how to survive in the wilderness. Like this is Oh my god. Okay. I mean, this was this was like really out of my comfort zone too. Like it, 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 it took me like some convincing to like actually sign up for this. It wasn't like, a, oh hell yeah, this sounds awesome. Did you I, talk? I, like, did you talk to friends? What do you mean? Like, did you did you say did you go to some of your friends and be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. What do you think? I mean, I, I brought it up to some people, but and they were I like, you should go for it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Not not. I, I I barely knew anything about it when I was telling it to people, but they were like, yeah, it sounds cool. So when you say it took some convincing, you mean you had to convince yourself. Right. I mean, I, I called the place and asked them some questions before buying what'd the you, ticket. What'd you ask them? I asked them, like, like what what do I expect? Like, are there meals provided? Like, where, where are we camping? Um, what else did I ask them? I can't believe I, I spent I, so much time on my bedroom. This is way more interesting. This is, this is crazy what I did. Um, yeah, I just asked them a few basic questions about like what to expect. I can't remember everything I asked, but after that, I bought the ticket. Wow. Okay. So okay. So it's Friday night and Saturday night. Yep. Okay. So what time you got to be there? I got to. It starts at five p.m. But I, that was that was one of the, yeah that was one of the questions I asked. I was like, well, I, I work on Fridays. Like, is it? Is it fine if I show up there late? And the guy was like, yeah, that's fine. Most of the stuff happens on Saturday anyways. And I was like, okay, great. So I get there at like 6 on Friday. Um, I get there at 6. I immediately pitch my tent um, because it's getting dark out now. <laughs> okay. So so I pitch the tent, and then I go in for for dinner. They have this, this, they, they did provide all the meals for us. Okay, well, that's um, nice. So, so it's not like – yeah. Did, did you have, did you have to like cook it yourself like over a fire and shit? Well, there was one meal that I had to cook myself. The rest, the host of the weekend cooked everything. Okay, so what's your first meal? Uh, I mean, it's it's all really simple, basic meals. It was like chicken and rice. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you have to bring a tent? Yeah, yeah. I said I pitched my tent. So it's a tent that you had to bring. Right. And so you had to bring your own materials, tent, sleeping bag, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I brought all that stuff. Okay. Food. I brought I brought like snacks for myself too. Right. Would you come what kind of snacks would you bring? Um I bought like some pretzels. I bought like some sweet snacks, like some like some trail mix with M&Ms in it, and I bought just like a bunch of protein bars. Nice. Okay. All right. So you, so your first meals provided to you is chicken and rice. Yep. And and did you did you talk to all the people that was there kind of like a get to know each other type thing or did everybody kind of keep to themselves? Eh, a little bit. I was I was talking to a couple people there, um, but then like we we were there kind of late showing up for dinner. Um, so 
So like we we take our like dinner plates over to like the classroom where the guy is going to start leading. Did you uh, go with friends like or workshop. was it was, was just you alone? No, it was just me. But like I happened I happened to arrive at the same time as this one other family, so we were kind of in it together. Okay. So so the, so then you get your food and there's a class like there's like a section where like the guy where the main guy is like teaching you stuff. Yeah, there's like these workshops throughout the weekend where we're like sitting down. He's got a whiteboard and he's just explaining stuff. To so us. what's the first lesson? Uh, the first lesson he just like talks about like here's what this weekend is about. Here's my background. Um, here's like here's some of the things we're gonna do. Here's what like what I think would be helpful for you to know um, and do while you're here. And then we do we go around the room and we like introduce ourselves and everything and do that crap. Um, yeah, that's 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 mostly the first workshop. And he talks about like basic survival needs and things like that. What's the demo like? Like, what's the age range of people? So it's it's like all f- like f- like families with like kids in like elementary school to high school. So it's like so dads you're so you're really the odd and- one out. Oh, I I was totally the odd one out. Did that make you feel weird? Were you embarrassed? No, not really. Okay. I mean, everyone else was weird, too. <laughs> yeah, you're all doing this weird camping survival right. lesson thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. If I'm... Okay, sorry if I'm asking too many questions or if I'm messing up no, your storytelling. No. You, I mean... No, you're fine. Okay. Keep going. Um. So that's... I mean, we don't really have much to do. The first night, it's like pitch pitch black Um. at seven o'clock right so what are we gonna do you bring um, flashlights so just, and stuff I, br- I bought a headlamp there you um, go um so you bring a book to I read mean, f- i'm assuming there's no service yeah no there was service actually but i didn't sp- I, I put my phone on do not disturb for most of the time okay um i did bring a book um i and then the first night we just like sit around the campfire and just like chat for a bit and then go to bed right um the guy teaches us like how to make a bowl with like with a block of wood. That was actually kind of cool. Wait, like carve it? Yeah, it, like so. If you if you take a block of wood and you put like a charcoal from a fire and just place it on there, it will like naturally just like burn through the wood. And if you're like if you're like pressing against it properly, it will build a bowl. Um, like it will. It will just like sink into the wood huh. and burn the wood and create like a little hole in there. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's how that's how like canoes are built. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, all right. Yeah. So the first yeah, night, like w- wooden spoons too. Huh. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. So the first night, you didn't learn too much. It was just sort of like getting situated, getting set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of day one. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so you wake up Saturday morning. Um, do you, you have breakfast or? Yeah. What was for breakfast? Um, I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm trying to remember <laughs> breakfast. I think it was just like bananas. Okay. So this was provided again. Yeah. It, all, all the meals were provided. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, right. It, except there was it, one that you had, it was provided, but you had to cook and I'm assuming that's lunch yeah, or yeah, dinner yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. It was lunch. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so you have breakfast. I'm assuming yep. you go right into a lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. Um, we do a shelter sh- shelter building lesson. Um, so we we like he 
teaches us like how to build shelter, like the importance of building a shelter. Like I mean, his his whole thing that he teaches us is like if you're in a survival situation, shelter is the number one priority. Right. Um. Like not not food, not water, not fire. It's shelter. So he's teaching us how to build shelter, and we we're building. So he takes us out like into the woods, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna build a shelter now." Um, <laughs> this is so crazy! And, I cannot believe you did this. I know. Well, we, we he asked like, "All right, is there any like volunteer to like that wants like a shelter built for them, and you can try sleeping in it tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Um, and so we start building my shelter, and I I I, I did this for a couple of reasons, but I was like. I was like, I don't want to build a shelter by myself. Like, I'll have, like, these other 10 people help me build it. Because if these people – if, like, the workshop's over, I'm not going to build one myself. So um, That was, so that was start- what I was wondering, too, is, like, is it going to be more difficult for you because you're kind of the only one there alone, whereas everyone else seemed to come, seemed to have come in a group? Right. That's kind of why I volunteered for right. it. Right. Okay. Like, so that makes no, – I'm, I'm not going to do this alone. Yeah. So that makes um, sense. Okay. So you start building your shelter. Yeah, so we do that for a couple hours in the morning. Um, what do you? And yeah, I mean, it was. What are you using what, to to build? So you build. You get like it's kind of like an A-frame structure, right? And you get like you get like some. You get a really long branch, and you prop that up against a tree, um, and then you get these like Y-shaped branches, and you use those to prop up the other end of the big branch. And then you build the ribs along the side, which is just like placing like, I don't know, a couple feet high branches um, along along that up and down. And then it's just stuffing, stuffing it from there with like leaves and Spanish moss and palm fronds and w- whatever you can do to just to just pack it in and make it look like a shelter. So that's like the roof and the mm-hmm. sort of a wall kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about mm-hmm. the ground? Are you just your sleeping bag? Uh, yeah, I mean, you just sleep on the ground. Right. You put, like, you put, you put shit in there. Like, you could put, like, Spanish moss or bamboo or something on the floor to make it more comfortable. Um, right. Okay. Leaves and shit. That's about it. Okay. So you do, so that, that's the first couple hours of the day. Then you have lunch. Yep. Yep. Which you had to cook. That's provided, but yeah. you had to cook it. So what's for lunch? Uh, fish that we had to kill, um, and then and whoa! Then so they brought live fish. Yeah, he was <laughs> so funny. He brought like a five gallon bucket because they have like aquaculture at this place, and he was like, "All right, I brought tilapia in this uh in this bucket, and you're gonna you're gonna kill it and gut it and cook it yourself." Wow! I was like, "All right, oh my god, never done that before." Do you like fish? that? Was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, see, I'm not big into fish or seafood at all to begin with but, yeah okay right. so well at least at least you like fish okay so right so yeah, wow yeah, yeah. okay so how long does that take uh, i mean the whole process like between like killing the fish yeah like that was the start i I was eating it less than 30 minutes later oh um, that's pretty quick i I didn't expect yeah. that okay all right so it's yeah, pretty no, easy it's quite fast okay yeah. um so i had i had like one of one of the other like dads there helped me like he he was kind of walking me through it because like I'd never done anything like that before. Um, I mean, even even though he the guy taught us how to do it, it was really quick. Um, right. And so I had this one guy helping me out. It was it was crazy. Um, just just killing the fish with your bare hands. It was awesome. Yeah. How do you, how um, do you kill? It? Do you just like stab it with something? Do you cut its head you off? Put yeah. You put your fingers in its gills, and then just like 
rip its head off, basically. <laughs> Holy shit, that's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. It was nuts. It was nuts. Um, yeah, I was watching him do it, and I'm like, holy shit, that's barbaric. I mean, it, it, I guess it is, you know? Um, <laughs> Literally, this is what the barbarians would do. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my um, God. You're out of your mind. You know that. Oh, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> this is so wild. Okay. I know. So you have lunch. The next workshop is all about building fire. Um, and, I mean, he's he's teaching us how to build fire without metal. So there's no, like... There's no fire in the form of flint. Um, <laughs> right. And it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. He's like, he's, he's, it's called the, the bow drill method. It's basically just like a complex way of rubbing two sticks together to create friction, to create smoke, to create fire. I feel like I've seen them do um, this on Survivor, the TV show. Yeah. Some, something similar. Um, and so they're, he's teaching us how to do this, and he's like, okay, I've got, I've got all the tools here, and I'm going to demonstrate like the motion of it, like the movement of it to make fire. I'm just going to demonstrate it real quick. The guy is, is like so talented and well-trained at this stuff that he, like in the demonstration, which was just going to be a quick demo, he accidentally makes fire. <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. The guy was crazy talented. <laughs> guy's a pro he he really is he was he was insane wow um and so then we're then we like we have a workshop of like we, we do it ourselves now um i mean no one made fire right it was it's so difficult wow. it's it's really hard wow it takes like years of practice to to like do it well get it right it's so much like complicated and finicky technique to it yeah um, I it, was, bet. it was crazy yeah my my god this i mean so everybody no so nobody was able to do it. Does he then like come over and and help people or or Yeah, he's he's like giving people advice and along right. the way. Okay. Um well like I mean I was I was doing it and I was like I was getting the friction down and like there's basically a little hole in the wood where you're like trying to get the fire started. Right. And I'd be doing I'd be doing the motion and like give up or it would fall out and I would I would have to stop. And I'd put my finger in the hole. And it's like, yeah, the hole is hot. Like, it's right. the temperature's rising, but right. I'm not close to getting smoke still. Gotcha. Um, it was it was crazy, really difficult. Wow. Okay. So, you know, that's that's lesson two, I guess. That's a failure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but hey, that's interesting um, that you learned the, the the method. You know, maybe yeah. At least I know. At least I know how it works. Right. Right. Okay. So. So now, what what time is it during the day? I'm assuming you had lunch around noon. It's maybe two o'clock. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he gave us like he gave us a lot of breaks in the day. He was like, "All right, you guys are just going to be on your own now for a couple hours. Like, do do whatever you want." Right. Right. It's uh, not like you're in school where you're going back to back classes. Right. 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 So, I mean, th- like by the time we were done with the fire workshop, it was like, well, we had like a long break, and then it was dinner. Um, and so we have dinner. What's for dinner? Um, spaghetti and or no, like pasta and beans. It was actually really good. Yummy. Yeah, that's good. And then, then he, he we don't really have a workshop about like rope, but he teaches us like his like how he builds rope and like how important that is and different things you could do with it. How to like how to make rope like from scratch? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like using using like leaves or branches or 
That's crazy. Stuff like that. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, he's got he's got all sorts of rope that he makes. Um, then we have then we have a stealth workshop that was actually pretty cool. Stealth, uh, like yeah. Wait, what? So I'm assuming now it's like not closer to nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like dark out now. It's dark out, and you're having a stealth workshop. Okay, so why mm-hmm. why are you doing a stealth work? Because I guess like oh, what if there's animals in the woods, like that type of right? Okay, okay. yeah. I mean, stealth stealth is like valuable for hunting things like that. Oh, right. Um. Yeah, and to, to like not be seen or heard. So, right. I mean, we have we have a little workshop about that. That was pretty interesting. Um, he teaches us like different ways to walk to be more quiet. Um, things about like op- opening up like your vision a little bit, like seeing at night, how to do that better. Um, how, and then, so how, then we wait, just, so how do you do that? How do you see better at night? How do you open? How do you open your vision? Title. I mean, it's it was like I don't know. It was one of those things where he's explaining it, and I'm like understanding it but like i don't know how to put it into practice um he he just he kept calling it like wide angle vision um so it's like you're not you're not like focused in on one thing as you're like moving around you're just like you just kind of have like i don't know you're just like i don't know it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to explain it um but you're just like changing the way you look at things so you're le- less like staring at one particular object and more so you're just like gazing in a direction and just like noticing things going on around you like in the peripheral right so so basically what he's saying is that like usually when we when we're looking around at stuff we're kind of really just focused on kind of one thing in particular yeah and everything around it is like kind of just like we're not we're not really seeing it and what right. he's talking about is like just Look without looking for a specific thing and just kind of just soak in everything that's in your visual field. Basically. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a cool concept. And did you feel like you were successful at this? Um, I mean, that, that was a hard one to put into practice, really. Oh, I can we imagine. Played this, we played this game after that. That was like the, the practical part of the workshop where like we went to our like campgrounds Um. And we said, like, we, we played this game that, like, Native Americans would play um, where they would, like, send out half of the tribe or a lot of the time the children of the tribe. And, like, the children would try and sneak back in. And if the children were able to, like, sneak back in successfully without being caught, that meant it was time to, like, pick up the tribe and move it somewhere else because we can be infiltrated now. Uh, Whoa. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. So, right. so, so you played this game. Yeah, we kind of played that version of our version of that game. That's um, cool. So we, yeah, so we, uh, I, we like leave. We go like a, f- a couple minutes outside the camp, and the job is to just like sneak back into camp and like g- get as close to the people in the camp as possible without being seen or heard. Um, this is such so. a wild thing to do with strangers in the middle of the night. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Um, so, I mean, that that was an interesting one because, like, the game was, like, I mean, they, they can hear you moving around, but it's more, it's so, like, if someone hears you, they can say, like, oh, I hear someone, and the game kind of pauses, and the guy, he takes you over, and he's like, okay, point to where you think they are. Mm. So, it's like, so if, if you don't point where the person is, then you, like, you lose. Because um, it's, not, it's not about just, like, oh, I heard some leaves crunching. It's like, where specifically were 
Yeah, you got you got to know where where the person's actually coming from. Right, and that's really difficult to do at night. Right, um, right. Okay. So, what was the way of walking? That's that's more quiet. So it's like, I mean, it's obviously moving slower, right? Um, but you kind of like you place your heel down, and then you place like the outer edge of your foot down, and then go like kind of around to the inner part of your foot. Oh, okay. I already do this. Okay. Right, all the time. Yeah. Uh, you think I'm you think I'm joking, but I you know. I like to be I like I like to be quiet. Yeah, I like to be stealthy. Especially if it's nighttime, you know, everybody's settling down for bed. I need to get a glass of water. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, it's just being polite. It it is. You tiptoe. You tiptoe. Tippy toe. You know that, you know that episode of Curb? No. Larry's like the unwritten rules of society and how we all get along. At nighttime, you tiptoe. You tiptoe. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, okay. That's funny. Okay, so but yeah, the other thing you yeah I heard tippy toe lemon tree, um, and I I heard and I got your reference too. Okay, so you play you're playing this stealth game. How long does that go on? Not long, like fifteen minutes or so. Okay, so it's more just like getting a feel for like you know what the game would be like. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're spending yeah, an so hour I mean, on this, right? No. So I I do pretty well with it. Like I I get pretty close to. Like with probably like ten feet away from people without them spotting me. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I'll take that. Um, and that was really the end of the second day, right? So, um, but but hold on, because now it's the end of the second day. You go back to your shelter. You don't go back oh, to your that's tent, right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So a few a few other people built shelter, like right near mine. Um, so like I get in the shelter surprisingly comfortable um i get i get inside you have to like you have to go feet first into this thing because it's so narrow um so you're like sliding in in a way um and then yeah i'm laying down surprisingly comfortable i was pretty impressed with like how comfortable the ground was did you bring your Um, sleeping bag from your tent into the shelter no No, you're just on the ground did you bring a you got a blanket or you're just on the ground I, I, i brought a pillow that's it yeah that's crazy okay yeah um and so i it takes me a while to fall asleep Um, (laughs) gee i wonder why you're not on a brand new mattress like i am right right (laughs) um and i fall asleep eventually for probably like two hours okay um and then something wakes me up i don't know if it was just a noise that i heard i mean we're in the fucking woods there's noises um so i don't know what woke me up but i woke up somehow and I, I like realize like it's starting to get colder. Um, I do have to go pee. I'm gonna have to get out of here. Oh yeah, how I'm do like, you go I'm... to the bathroom? Is there like an outhouse? Oh, I mean, the, yeah, there was there was an outhouse. Okay. I was just peeing in the woods all the time. Okay. Um. Oh God, so that's... I can't even imagine. Like, I can't even use like a porta potty. I can't even imagine an outhouse. Okay. Oh, it was crazy. All right, so now it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, uh, about that, a little bit earlier. Um, but I, I, I have to go pee, and I'm like, I'm just going peeing, and I'm going back into the tent. I'm not doing this the rest <laughs> of the night. Okay, that's fair. That's so, understandable. Right. So I, I, yeah, that that's the end of that story. Really, I, I mean, I slept in it for a little while. It was decently comfortable. So when, so when everybody wakes up, what Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Everybody wakes up Sunday morning, and you come out of it. You come out of your tent. Did everybody look at you like you asshole? You were supposed to sleep no. in the shelter that we built for you. 
You're supposed to stay <laughs> well, there I, all night. I told them I, I, I stayed there for a little bit, and they were pretty impressed, I think, for the most part. I mean, most people did not sleep in a shelter that they built. That's uh, true. So You're really roughing yeah, think, it out here. I think that everyone thought it was cool for the most part. Okay. What about the guy who was leading this workshop? Did he say anything? Did he give you props? Or He, he was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Most people don't even give it a shot, so good for you. Oh, okay. All said. right. All right. Cool. Okay. So so what, actually, so what you did was actually kind of impressive. I, I was worried they were going to look down on you. No, I mean, there were, there were people that did sleep in the shelter the whole night. So, I mean, they did, they did better than me, but. Oh, right. Cause they I made did, their own shelter. Decent. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Would you do this again? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I, well, I, I would do, I would maybe do something like this again. I wouldn't do this specific event again. Cause the guy, the guy does it once a year. Right. So I imagine like, he probably just teaches the exact same thing every oh, year. Oh, right. So. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, what am I going to get out of going back to this? Um, right. But something similar to this you would do – like like if it was a different guy who maybe does a different workshop with different lessons and different – Yeah, if there was something different to learn. Yeah, maybe. You would do that – something similar again. That's crazy. Why can't you just watch TV like a normal person? Why can't that be I'm, – I'm watching TV. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm watching, I'm watching The Challenge. I'm watching The Bachelor. <laughs> Survivor's coming back. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, continue. Sunday. Sunday morning. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this we're he's he's gonna he, we do this workshop about like tracking, like how to track an animal. Oh, so I I so you're not even done. I, I thought like Sunday everybody wakes up and you go home, it's over. But no, you still have some workshopping on Sunday. It's like it's like noon on Sunday we all get out of there. Okay, um, so Sunday morning you got one last workshop about tracking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so this guy he's he he said like I'm in a rare club of people who have like touched a deer in the wild. And what he means is like he was able to sneak up on a deer and get so close that he could touch it. Like one of the the most skittish animals. Right. That that moves at the sound of like a twig breaking. He like snuck up on it and touched it, which is crazy. Dude, is this guy, is your instructor Sam Fisher? My God, that's wild. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. He's also on a list of people that Central Florida police can call and say, hey, we're tracking a missing person. Could you come in and, like, help us track these footprints that we no found? No way. Yeah. That, that is some cool-ass shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's yeah, really cool. Wow. That's – I don't – whoa. I know. I do. You do not want to mess with this guy. Oh, my no, God. Not at all. This guy will hunt you down in the middle of the woods and then create fire from nothing and then burn your body. That's, Listen to this. It's crazy. This. So he's 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 talking to us just about like tracking and just different different things to know. And he's like, okay, I want to show you something that I track now. I've been tracking uh, for as long as I've been doing this uh, this survival training weekend. I've been tracking this village of mice. What that that live here on the property. <laughs> And he takes us to this spot that he had marked earlier during the day, like before he started the workshop. He marked uh, and like drew a, like a, a square in the dirt and blocked out this this mouse 
track that he found and he's he's talking to us about it and he's like based off this track i can see that the mouse was headed home the mouse stopped right here because it sensed some like form of danger like some some predatory behavior or something in the wild so it stopped at this moment <laughs> it 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 looked in this direction and then kept going. There's no way. There's no way. You cannot was, look at dirt and say a mouse was here and he looked that way. There's there's no way. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Well, you can you can tell you can tell that a creature stopped based off like the footprints like where the footprints stop like i mean you could tell it when like if you were looking at human f- footprints you could tell like oh this person's walking and then okay. they stop here i can maybe so believe it's... human footprints we're talking about a mouse how big are the footprints they're they're tiny i can't even see them <laughs> and he's he's like telling us it's life story <laughs> this, this is this you know what this is bullshit i don't believe this happened this no this this guy's lying there's no way it's, it's hilarious. And he's like, the way you can tell where, like, the direction it looked is based off of, like, which way the dirt is shifted, you know? Like, if the dirt is, like, pushed to the left, that's how you know that it this looked to the insane. left. insane. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's Th- nuts. Dude, uh, you know what? this guy's got to get a life that you you can't you, come on you cannot de- dedicate your life to knowing which way a mouse looked by looking at dirt that's crazy this is How not cool a way to that? live no it's so not cool. cool it's insane it's a cra- that's crazy i'm sorry it's, that's crazy no it's completely insane <laughs> it's it's unbelievable it's shocking <laughs> okay I, I couldn't i couldn't believe what i was hearing so was that the end of it did he just show you that that this is this is the skill this is what you could eventually learn one day or did he like take you to the mouse home no he didn't take us to the mouse home oh, then God. We, th- after that we kind of just went on a walk and he was just like pointing out like oh here's a wild plant that you could eat like i don't i don't different. know why i thought that was so funny that's that's it, so i mean it cra- is funny it's so crazy it's nuts okay so then he just kind of took you around and like here's what you can eat here's what you could here's what you should not eat yeah stuff like that okay hey if you eat these berries you'll die that type of thing right okay right. and that was pretty much the end of it wow so then after that did you guys have lunch have like one last lunch or, you, or no, you just, no no everyone everyone was on their own okay wow wow that was uh I don't. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. That's such a. That's such a crazy thing to to know. It's unreal. Yeah, that is unreal. Wow. But yeah, it was a crazy weekend. I never thought I would do anything quite like that. Um, but I learned. I learned a lot. Um, right. Like did a bunch of stuff that I'd never done before. So right. It was cool. Cool experience. Some interesting people. No one that'll ever keep in touch with. Um, <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it was it was a it was a wild time, and I, th- I think it will help me on Survivor. So, yeah, probably. I mean, uh, the mouse thing won't help you on Survivor, but I don't. I, right. I don't right. think the, I don't think you really learned that anyway. No, I definitely didn't. <laughs> I couldn't even see the mouse footprints. I mean, I could I could see like I guess there's like a dent in the in the dirt <laughs> there, and he's he's telling me what it was up to. 
Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe the season that you get on Survivor, they'll have a, ma- a mouse competition, and you'll just blow everybody away. You'll win individual immunity.